Doug Rogers, what's up, bro? What's happening, man? Glad man. to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. So uh, we're sitting right, actually, directly over your establishment right yeah, now. Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. The yeah, directly above it, man. We got the a walkway that not a lot of people know about, right above uh, Bojacks and Bayou Axe that goes right over the top of it, man. A little yeah. secret stash house up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a. It's a VIP though. You know, yeah, only, yeah, only yeah. a few people yeah, can come can't up let here. Everybody know about yeah. It. yeah. So, man, you've been doing this uh, a couple years now, and uh, I met you through all what's going on yeah, down here. Yeah. But, man, take me back because, uh, you know, a lot, everybody refers to you as heavy, man. <laughs> yeah. Take me back to the heavy days. Heavies, tell, tell me man. where that shit come from, bro. Heavies, man. I, uh, it might have had something to do with my weight, the nickname Heavies, man. I used to actually <laughs> be about 140 pounds heavier than this, which is kind of crazy. And a, a good friend of mine from Halton a long time ago is like, started calling me heavy man that was just i mean i to this day there's still people that don't know my real name they still call me heavy i'm like man don't bother me. <laughs> so man probably i think it was about nine years ago i ended up selling a bar that i had on barstow boulevard called heavies man yeah. i owned that bar for eight years uh you know i met a million people through that bar you know it was just it was just a little dive bar people would come in and you know, I can tell you how many times. That's back before you had a uh, – when you ran a tab, you didn't have a credit card. You just have the posted uh, card you put on the, on yeah. the up there, and, you know, hopefully they'll come back and pay you, man. You know <laughs> yeah, no shit. You couldn't yeah. hold a tab. Nah, yeah. for sure, man. You'd have people that have been coming there for – couple years they'd be coming in and be like man it's my 21st birthday let's party and i'm like oh shit you've been coming here for two years man what are you talking about it's your 21st birthday yeah, no but it was a little different back then man <laughs> it's a little different back then but i met a lot of good people man had a still got friends of these days from there man so so heavy that's kind of where it comes from uh my slogan at heavy's the bar was it's a ton of fun man that was that's my that was my slogan <laughs> man so that was back in the old uh myspace days hell uh, yeah man MySpace. no so, i remember uh I, I don't think i'd ever went there um but i remember i was kind of I didn't get a drinking age till like 2009 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so I, I missed out on the, yeah, on the fun years. Man, yeah, boy. yeah. So I missed out on the fun years, but yeah. uh, well, that might have been a little earlier than that. But anyways, yeah. But yeah. So what about before that, man? Tell me, are you, you from? So we're in North Louisiana now. For everybody's yeah. listening, watching. Um, where are you from here? Yeah, and, man. So from Bossier City, grew up here. Uh, I was kind of a wild child during my high school days, so actually uh, moved to live with my dad in Texas, East Texas, Center Texas, which is yeah. a small little town over there in East Texas. Man, I was uh, went from just kind of being a Hellraiser kid to my dad was a pastor uh, of a church, a small church over there. So I was, my mom sent me off; she couldn't take care of. So I went from running buck wild to man, you know, strictest life <laughs> ever. Which now looking back, I tell people, man, probably saved my life, man. I was a little out of control. So, uh, it, it calmed me down. They kind of got me in line, man. Moved back after high school to, uh, to Bozier, man. And been here, uh, been here ever since. Man. Yeah. Been here ever since. Well, how man. did you get into the, how did you get into the bar world? Man? <laughs> the the inter, bar the, you know? world, man. I think it's come stemming from being that wild child. You know, I, I went from being kind of crazy as a young kid. And then such a strict life in high school, I didn't get to do, I went to a Christian school. So I didn't get to go to dances, man. We didn't have a TV in our house. What, what, like what age did you go to that school? Like, so I was there from uh 14 to 18. Okay. Yeah, oh, man, so the best yeah, years. Yeah, best you missed year, out you know, on everything. So man, and you know, th- my dad and you know, he was just, that's just, he was just a Pentecostal preacher, man. That's yeah. just what he did. You did, you went to church three, four times a week and you didn't go to school dances. You didn't, you know, you went to a Christian school and uh, you know, and it was, I was just, they hated me. I thought they hated me, man. You're keeping me from doing everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think after I moved back, you know, uh, I actually <laughs> tried to run away from home two weeks before graduating high school, man. And I was just <laughs> like, I'm out of here, man. I can't take it. I was, uh, my dad taught me coming back and, uh, graduate from high school. Thank God. And, uh, so I think I got back, man. I thought I'm like you said, I think I felt like I missed out on so yeah. much, man. I'm like, man, I, I just started running the bars, you know? And, 
my mindset as a hustler, I'm a hustler, man. My dad was a hustler. And when I say that, man, just anything to make a dollar, man, I'm at it, man. Yeah. So I would go to bars when I came back, man. You know, back then I'm a little older than you, man, but you could actually get in bars when you were 18. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But Isabella's downtown, yeah. Club Isabella's, all that stuff, man. So we would do that. And then, you know, I started looking at it. I was like, man. I need to make some money off these people. I'm spending all this money, man. I need to open my own bar, man. You know what I mean? So just kind of looked into doing that. And uh, crazy enough, an opportunity came up. Me and my best friend, Jason Stevens, we had opened a cell phone store. Nice. <laughs> we were selling cell phones <laughs> back in the day, man. And all those covers that yeah. uh, would go to Nokia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the light up covers and all that, man. And uh, the guy that uh, owned that store, he said, man, I got a building on Barksdale that's, you know, I, you know, I, I need to sell it or lease it or something. We didn't have any money. So I'm like, Hey, let us turn it into a bar. So I ended up letting us turn it into a bar, man. And it was just some of the craziest things ever happened in that bar, man. Like I say, it was just a dive bar, but you know, so many people came through, had such a good time man, at that place. And finally, I, after about eight years though, it was like, it was killing me, man. You know, I didn't even, so the crazy thing is I didn't even drink at that time, but you know, and I was so really anal about the bar, you know, yeah, just yeah, running yeah. Yeah. and this and that. So I wouldn't drink. So I'm around drunks, you know, from four in the afternoon till two in the morning and I just frazzled, man. So finally it came along. I'm like, I gotta get out of this business, man. So I sold it to a, to a friend of mine that's still called heavies to this day. He's like, man, he said, I want to keep the name. If I buy it, I'm like, dude, I don't care what you do. I just, I got to get out of here, man. Yeah. This place is going to kill me, man. So, but had a lot of great times, man. Learned a lot from that bar business, man. I, as a couple years went on, I said, man, if I ever get a chance to do a bar again, I learned a lot through there. I could, I think if I had a chance, I would do it differently, man. I could, I could make it work. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, kind of how I ended up, uh, at Bayou Axe down here. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Cause I mean, this ax throwing thing has been like, um, it's been huge, and you have multiple locations now. Yeah, man. And uh, what you guys are doing? So how did how did that fall into your lap? Ben, it was very crazy, man. So went with a group of people in 2018 to Dallas. Uh, we're over there. We're doing Top Golf. I got a buddy of mine lives over there. He's like, hey, man, you want to go throw some axes and drink some beer? And I'm like, all right, cool. I thought we we're gonna go in his backyard, man, throw a tree <laughs> or something, sit around. I had no idea what he was talking about. So he's like, he drives me this us to this place over there. And it's a storage build, man, just a row of, uh, you know, storage builds. Like right. you keep your boat or something in with a big roll-up door. And I walk in, and, you know, there's all these people throwing these axes. They had literally a boom box, and they had a, uh, a water cooler like you put the white cup under. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> literally all they had in there, man. And there, people are, like, lined up. And we go up there, we walk up, and like, hey, man, can we get in and do this? I think there were six or eight of us. He's like, man, you got lucky. Right now I got a spot for you. So we get in there, and we're throwing these axes, man. I'm just having a blast. Uh, having fun what well, you know going back to being a hustler or whatever i'm like man how does this how does this work where so i go over to the guy that's running and i'm like asking him how to get insurance and how they make these boards and all that and he's just looking at me like i'm crazy he's like bro <laughs> stop talking to me you know what i mean so i'm just trying to figure out how to uh how to make it all work because i knew it was something cool and new i didn't know how long it lasts would be a fad or whatever but so the next day we're driving home from uh, Dallas, and you know, I'm just talking about it the whole time. Like, man, I think we got to open one of these. We got to open one of these up. And I said, if we're gonna do it, we got to open it up in the spot down in uh, you know, what do you, I didn't even call it the East Bank. Then I called it downtown Bozier. Yeah. Drove straight from Dallas down to the building that it's actually in right now. Bojacks was just opening their doors. I didn't even really know Did what you Bojax was. You didn't have a no, relationship. No relationship. Yeah. Didn't know those guys at all. I drove to the building that we're in now, and I looked through the window, and it was a just full of antiques. It had been an antique storage building for uh, over 10 years. So there was no uh, lights in there. There was no air conditioning, nothing like that. But I was like, man, we got, if we're going to do it, it's got to happen right here. 
So Bojo, like I say, they're just kicked their doors open into 2018. And uh, so I'm like, man, who owns this building? How do I get a hold of somebody? Well, I was telling a friend of mine about it. And he's like, man, I know the guy that owns this building. is, you know, Don Tubbs and, and Vince Maggio and them. I'm like, hey, can you give me his number? I want to uh, see if he'll, you know, lease me this building. I want to do an axe throwing place. <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay. So he wouldn't even give me the dude's number, man. So finally I was talking to him. I said, just give me his number, man. So I call him up. He meets me down here, and he's walking through. There's no – you can't flip any lights on. Yeah. There's no plumbing. There's no bathrooms. There's nothing. It's just cobwebs. So it was just days. a warehouse, basically. Warehouse, basically. Just straight warehouse. Was it in between – it was in two, two different storefronts? Is that how it was? Yeah. In between two different – Yeah, in yeah. between two, yeah. So, uh, you know, at the time, I'm telling him what I want to do, and he's just looking at me crazy like I'm wasting his time, you know. And I'm, I'm just kind of holding him back. I'm like, no, nah, man, this is what I want to do. This is how it's set up. This is, you know, what I'm – I'm just giving him my vision, man, off the head. And he – he can't grasp it because, you know, if you haven't seen it at yeah, that time, it's done. brand new. You yeah. know, there's not even – hadn't been done. So I'm telling him, and he's like, man, I don't think that's a good fit for me. And he was walking out the door, and I, I, he said, I got to uh, leave and catch a plane. I'm going to Las Vegas. I got a, a convention I got to go to. I, I, I said, hang on one second if you don't mind. So I got on my phone. I looked up a accidental place in Las Vegas. I said, if you could just please go by this place and just check it out, you'll see what I'm trying Hell to tell yeah. you. And so uh, I gave him the address, and – you know, I never really thought he would go by there, man. I'm starting to kind of look at other locations because I thought it was a bust. He comes back in town, and he calls me, and Don calls me, and he's like, hey, man, I actually went by there, man, and uh, it was like a two-hour wait. I couldn't even get in there, but I see what you're talking about. And he said, you know what? I'll lease you the building, man. He, he said, uh, you know, he said, it's just, there's the building. I ain't doing nothing to it. There it is if you want to do it. So, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, oh, my God, we got the building. We're fixing to be rich. It's over. That's it, man. You know, so it was just, uh, you know, I thought it was game over there. Everything was just going to fall into place. Well, that's, you know, that's the start of (laughs) the craziness right there. So me and my partner at the time, we're, we're, uh, like, just carrying all the trash out, uh, getting rid of the antiques that were in there that nobody claimed. We're throwing them in dumpsters in the back, have no clue about building codes, electrical codes, anything. We have no idea how to build an axe throw. You know, the guy wouldn't even tell me, you know, I'm in there trying to measure step off feet in the axe place I'm at so I know how far apart they are and all this stuff, man, just trying to take notes. The guy won't tell me anything. So, you know, there's no plans online. There's no right. There's no build out for it. You know what I mean? So it's there's just like so after we got the build, we're like, all right, yay. And then I'm like, oh shit, man, I don't even know what we do now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so then once again, you know, Bojack's just open. So we're hauling all this stuff out the back door, throwing it in dumpsters. And at that time, Bo and Peanut are kind of hanging out the back door, man. They're like, what are y'all doing, man? We kind of tell them. They're like, okay, cool. And uh, But over time, I don't know if they felt sorry for us or what, man, but they're kind of like, hey, guys, you know, we just built this place outside. You know, you got to go do this before you can do this. And you got to get this done before you can do that. So they kind of guided us in how to even get the doors open, man. Little did I know that they wanted us to kind of get the building cleaned out because they thought we were going to flop. <laughs> they were going to use it for a, for a catering place, man. So they're like, you know, that kind of came out a little bit later. But they're like, hey, man, they'll get it cleaned out for us, and then we'll just swoop in here when they're done and have a little catering spot for it. So, so uh, man, we just became friends, and, uh, you know, we would lean on them for stuff, and they would just help us, you know, say, hey, we just did that. Go talk to this person or, you know, make sure you turn this in before they'll give you an inspection or, or whatever. you got to have so many bathrooms. Just just all the little stuff that you have to know that we had no clue about, man. Mm. And, uh, you know, we just began to form a relationship right there. And it was just – we just saw each other every day, man. They were, they were just getting their business kicked off and 
We were trying to get one open. There was nothing. There was literally nothing on this block. Yeah. There was Bojacks opened up, and then that was it, man. Yeah, there wasn't no nice sidewalks or nothing. No, like no sidewalks, man. Yeah. There was nothing. There was no, uh, you know, there was no stage. There was a big red house in the back. Man. You yeah. walk out the back, there was a huge red house back there, man. That was it. People lived in that house, and they, if they had a wild, you know, Friday night, you, you heard it. Man, yeah. You are out the back door, <laughs> man. So, so, but, you know, there was no walking up and down because there was really no destinations, you know. So, it was just kind of, but. The first the the way it works so great is for the first time really that that I know of especially in this town you had dinner and entertainment right beside each other you know right. what I mean you're not yeah. gonna go eat at Outback or whatever and then jump in your car and go to the bowling alley you know you're gonna do one thing and and you know you can do walk right next door and go to the other or you know if Bojacks was on a wait man you know they'd say hey guys go over and throw some axe for a little bit we'll hit you up whenever it's uh you know whenever your table's ready or whatever yeah. so we just had a great relationship man to start and you know they wanted to see us win we wanted to see them win they were just a tremendous help man and uh just in getting the thing open and you know once we you know found out about some building codes and some things i had another big blessing in my life like i say i'm no carpenter man i couldn't you know put two sticks together a good friend of mine sam maggio who's a a, a guy I work with, he was like, man, I'll, I'll help you build it, man. He said, I, you, you obviously know nothing about carpentry or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just, man, he came and no, we, we worked all night, man. We work on the weekends. He did it all just out of the goodness of his heart. You couldn't pay him. This couldn't is a side anything. hustle for you. You yeah, got yeah, a day, yeah, you yeah, a day yeah, job, yeah, right? I have a day job. Yeah. Man. So I was working, uh, still am. I work at the, the tax assessor's office, man. Okay. So I was doing that, but you know, I just always would do anything on the side to, you know, to, to make a buck. But, yeah. But this was something that, you know, people would tell me, man, you know, oh, here's another crazy thing you're going to do, man, because I would do some crazy stuff. You know, I would try anything to make a Like I said, cell phone stores, satellite dishes. I would oh, hook shit. up, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, cases, whatever, man. Yeah. I would do anything. I sold rims for a while. <laughs> Any, <laughs> yeah. Anything, man. I was a bail bondsman. I, you know, I repoed cars for a little bit. Just anything to make a buck, man. But, uh, you know, I just told myself, I said, look, man, all these things I've done over these years and I've, you know, yeah, they, they failed in some way, but I've learned a little something exactly. out of all these things, man. I think I'm finally, I'm a little older now. I think I can put it together, man. I feel like we can put this thing together and make it work, man. It's something new. It's something different. You know, I said, I don't know how long it'll last, but hey, if we can get a, if we can get a little time out of it, man, you know, it's cool. So, and actually next week will be our fourth year, man, being nice. open. So yeah, yeah. So it's a. Uh, Actually, the day we opened, my daughter was born that same day, man. So okay. we're getting ready for the grand opening, and I get a phone call. I mean, hey, your, your daughter's on the way. So I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm at the hospital. I'm here, man. So March 5th will always be a uh, day never forget for really? sure for, yeah. a lot of, for a lot of ways, man. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how it got open to the, to the point of just getting the doors open, you know. And then I'll never forget March 5th on that day, four years ago, it was a Friday and, you know, we kicked the doors open. We, you know, we did just enough, got the fire inspector in there that day to sign off. It was kind of down to the wire. You know, we opened this thing on a shoestring and it was, uh, you know, we'd kick the doors open. I, I, I don't know if I'm just not smart enough to know that people were just going to flood in. Yeah. And there was like a, my best friend came and he brought it. That, that was before we sold uh, alcohol. So you could bring kids in. It was like me, uh, a partner at the time and my buddy and his kid. There was like us four in there on Friday night, and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I just suck everything I have owned, mortgaged, you know, leaned, and there's this is a flop, man. It was just, uh, it was wild, but I think it was just so different, man. I mean, it's just like people didn't understand it until you see it. 
you know, to this day, I still people when they say you're throwing axes and drinking alcohol, they you know they cringe or they yeah. they snap back, and I'm like, hey. I promise it's not as bad as you think it is, man. It's yeah, just, well, that's uh, what you think. Because well, I remember when you guys first opened, and I was like, "What's this thing?" And it's cool. And then <laughs> you, you start seeing that everybody's coming out and hanging out, and it gives somebody something to do. For sure, because everybody likes to they like to play cornhole, yeah, play pool, yeah, throw darts. Yeah. It's the same shit. But good thing about what you guys that you have someone that kind of assists you, yeah, and make for sure, sure you don't yeah. fuck up, do yeah, something exactly, stupid, you know, like exactly. whatever. <laughs> well, so we've been open for uh, you know a little over a year, and then. Uh, COVID hits, man, which is a huge turning oh, yeah. point in all of our businesses down here, man. So COVID hits, we're in entertainment. Uh, we're basically entertainment, obviously. And for some reason, there's a law that said you couldn't throw darts. I don't understand that to this day, but they said axes were basically big darts. So we have to shut down. We can't even be open. Uh, you know, axe though, it can't even be open. So we're like, man, what are we going to do? I don't. I don't know if we'll ever get to back, open back up COVID. Nobody knows anything. You know, the world's basically shut down. I don't know if it'll ever, ever come back, man. So I took uh, basically the last remaining amount of money we had. I rolled the dice, man. So before when we were open originally, you had two by 10 uh, pieces of lumber up there. You had yeah. five two by 10s up there. And it was just, you drew a circle with a marker on these boards and you would throw an ax at that and you know, you'd stick it, go get it again. So I'm like, man, I don't know if we'll ever get to open again. I'm going to roll the dice, man. So this guy from Dallas had just came out with a digital system where you put a projector up there and it you play these different games and, you know, you can throw it uh, zombies or play tic-tac-toe yeah. or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know if we'll ever get to use it, man, but I'm going to get these things. I'm going to put them up. And if we ever get to open back up, man, we're going to have something new, different. And we were like one of the first people to ever have it. And so, uh, you know, finally COVID, you know, kind of wraps up. We're able to open back up, man. And, and, and people just – people loved it, man. It just – it kind of adds something different. You know, you can play all these different games. I got to tell people all the time, actually, though, it's kind of like bowling, man. You don't go bowling every weekend. But, man, when you get a group of people together, man, you want to do something different, have a few drinks, man, listen to some music. I mean, it's it's the perfect thing to do. Yeah, it really is. I think um, – well, and it's – you're doing something, right? Yeah, you're doing yeah, yeah, something. You're yeah, not just yeah. sitting around sitting on your around. ass drinking and talking yeah, shit. You're actually exactly, doing something. Man. Well, and you, it's competitive a little it's bit. It's competitive. You know? And the great thing about it is, too, man, is women are just as good, if not better, than the men. Man. Yeah. So they can beat your ass in it and, and, and you know, talk shit to you. And, you know, <laughs> and, and the guys don't like that. And I love seeing that, man. So so COVID, right before then, so that we opened in uh, – 2019, March of 2019, Bayou Axe opened. So, Bo, Peanut, me, and a part of the time we're out back in the alleyway after that, man, and the building where Frozen Piro just comes available, man. The people move out, and I don't know how it came about. I think Bo, they were smoking or something. It's like, man, we had to open up, you know, we're, we're all cool now, man. We had to open up a restaurant right there and yeah. uh, do some daiquiris and stuff and maybe some live music. And once again, man, just us guys, them opening up Bojacks and us opening up Bayou Axe and just, I tell people all the time, not knowing what we don't know, you know, I think if we'd have wrote it all out on paper and put the cost beside everything and done, it would have been like, oh, my God, there's no way we could ever do this. But we're just like, man, let's open up another restaurant or let's get a big 100-foot TV or let's put a stage. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we just put our minds to it, then you just do it. Yeah. Man. There's no, uh, there's no like, you know, uh, we're going to do this or that, man. You just make it happen. So they said, uh, let's open up a daiquiri place and all this, man. So we're like, all right, cool. So that's kind of how the Frozen P-Row got going, man. And uh it's kind of funny because, you know, we're all good friends at that time. Well, the, the stress on our relationship got – Frozen B-Row put a lot of stress on our relationship, man. But I, I, when I say me, Bo, Peanut, everybody. So, you know, I remember Frozen P-Row just opened up, and I was 
I think I was in Las Vegas and I was flying back and something was not going well at the restaurant. I remember Bo texted me that something's jacked up and something. He was just mad about something. And we kind of, our wires got crossed and we got in a verbal texting match or whatever. <laughs> and I said, man, as soon as I land, I'm coming up there. Well, I, I remember landing, driving straight for the airport, coming down here. And he was standing right in front of the, where the crawfish shack is now, man. We just got nose to nose, man. We were yelling at each other, <laughs> pointing at each other, man. We just were, you know, we got pissed at each other. Just, uh, we just didn't, you know, see eye to eye. I mean, I think it was just two alpha guys that, you know, I know how to do it. You know right. how to do it. And, you know, we couldn't, couldn't agree on it, man. So, you know, it, uh, took a little while for us to, you know, for a little while they were like, well, man, you take it. I don't even want to do it no more. And I'm like, no, nah, you take it. I don't want to do it no more, man. I don't care. I don't want to be around you guys. So took a little while, man. And we ended up, um, sitting around one day, man. And I, I, you know, I just said, look here, guys. I said, here's the deal. The only thing that could bring this thing down, what we got going is ourselves, man. If our egos get too big or we, I think I'm better than you, you think you're better than me, man, it, it'll crumble, man. I said, we're the only ones that can tear it down, and we would be idiots to do that, man. So from that day forward, man, it's just been – we just get along, man. We just – we cohesive. Everything's good. We just – Bo kind of runs the – he's the point man, man. You know, we all put our ideas together, and he kind of, you know, he's a champion, man. He runs with them, and – and makes them, you know, he does all the little tedious stuff to, to make them work, man. So it's just, that's kind of how our relationship came together. That's kind of how the East Bank Mafia came together, man. We were in, uh, I'll never forget, we were in the front of Bayou Axe one day, and uh, we were all up there, and I was driving down here when I came, and I said, man, we got to come up with a name, man, because we've been talking about buying the whole, taking over the whole block yeah. where they were like, man, we're going to take over this place and <laughs> dominate the world and all this stuff, man. And I was thinking, I was driving up, I said, man, we're going to be, so I'm going to get some T-shirts, man, say Barksdale Mafia on them, you know. And then uh, I walk up to those guys, and I'm like, man, we got to come up with a name. And I just said, man, we got to be the East Bank Mafia. And then I was like, ah, everybody started laughing. Just And from then on, we just joked about it all the time, man. And uh, that's kind of how the East Bank Mafia was born, and we just would joke about it. We got some little stickers made, man. We thought we were cool, made some T-shirts. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I guess it's this January was a year, man. We were blessed enough to, to be able to buy the whole block, man. It was just like, whoa, this is a real thing, man. You know, it's just like – Went from, you know, guys that couldn't do anything, didn't know how to do anything, to all of a sudden, you know, dang, man, actually, it's actually working a little bit, man. And having to, you know, who could explain it? You know, it's just a, just a blessing and hard work, man. I, I tell people all the time, man, that uh, I've tried every business there is. I've tried every get-rich-quick yeah. scheme, man, there <laughs> is. I've, every, if it's an infomercial enough, I would work, man. I would jump on it, yeah. man. I just, you know, just tried to get it. But, you know, what I tell everybody now is, man, if you believe it, if you believe it, man, and you're willing to put in the work, there's nothing you can't do. And I'm a true believer in that. But I told people I was in an axe place, and, I, man, I got laughed at so many people. People told me I was stupid. My family begged me not to put my money into it, you know. I was like, no, I, I can make it work. I know I can, you know, which I'd probably said that 10 or 12 times before that didn't work out. Yeah, so, right, so, right. So they were a little apprehensive. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, and they were just trying to bit, protect yeah. me, man. So, you know, I get it. I get it. But, but you know, I just – I think just taking those little tidbits of things that didn't work and just kind of being able to, you know, have it put all together is kind of what made it all come together. And, you know, and great friends and guidance and things like that too, man. It's just a, it's just a blessing really is what it, what it was, man. Yeah. You, I mean, you have so much going on. Like, like it's funny because I've done that for years. Everybody's like, Oh, what you doing now? You know, I have multiple streams of income now, but, I finally found my lanes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I've just stayed sure, in my man. fucking lanes, right? For sure. But like, I understand, man, because it's like, for some reason, I never could just do one thing. Nah, yeah, I, yeah. I was always looking for another opportunity, uh, even yeah. though 
I may not be like invested in that or, you know, or <laughs> yeah. like emotional of that, right. you know, or intimate with it. I just yeah. was like, okay, this is an opportunity to make, run with it, you know, yeah. make do something with it. And then as you start taking those, like, I guess you take that initiative and you, then you start seeing more opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Don't and you're like, this aligns better with me now. Cause I know this shit didn't work for me. And, and here's why, you know, Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's a, uh, well, I think when you put in the work, man, and you do things, I think it just opens and unlocks other doors for you to have other opportunities. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's easy, and you're like me, I'm sure, it's easy to get a bunch of things going, and, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm not doing well because I can't focus a lot of attention on one thing because I've got so many things going. you got to kind of dial it back a little bit, man. But but I'm like you, man. It's just, I don't know whether I got bored or I just felt like I needed, you know, I'm the guy that, man, if I could have 20 bucks from five places coming in rather than 100 from one, you know, yeah. I, that's just how I always felt. I would diversify a little bit because you never know what's going to happen. But, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just how I was brought up, man. It's just always, you know, looking for opportunities, man. I tell people all the time, I'm just an opportunist, man. If I see there's an opportunity, I feel like I can do something with it, man. I try to try my best to pull it off. Like I said, they don't, they don't all work. But yeah. In fact, <laughs> more have it than have. But, <laughs> but, you know, at least I can look at them now with a little better educated uh, eye and say, yeah, I don't know about that or this or that, man. So so it, it's been good, man. And, you know, then after Frozen P-Row, we uh, still kind of into COVID. We're like, man, let's get a big TV and put it up there and, uh, you know, let's watch the games. We can have people there for the games. We had that little temporary stage back there. And yeah. we're like – and we're like, man, we're going to build a big stage back here and have live music and all this. Once again, still by this point, you think we learned a little lesson on, you know, too much too fast. We're like, we didn't really know how we were going to pay for it or build it. Or, you know, we had a good friend of ours, Dustin Jones, that he's a contractor. And he was just, you know, he's like, man, I can do it. And this, you'll need this. And we're like, we'll just do it then, man. We're, we're, we're trying Figure to out. pay for this, yeah. man. We got COVID going on. Mm -hmm. There's a, a little stage, man. We're trying to figure out how to book music. It, it, it's a crazy time, man. It, but it's almost to the point now we were talking about the other day where for the last three years, it's been so hard and heavy and hectic, man. Just full blast go all the time that we kind of got, you know, there's probably 10 times throughout that process. We're like nothing else, man. We, we got what we want. <laughs> we'll stop right here. But you know, when we finally got the stage done and all that, we're like, all right, man, it kind of slowed down. We're like, all right, what do we do now? You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird feeling. And then I always go back into what can I get into next? And I'm just like, hold on, man, just, just relax a little bit. So, uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just been a crazy ride, man. I mean, like I said, four years next week will be, be, uh, it just goes by so fast. It don't seem man. like it. It, does, it really it doesn't. Seem like it. And it's just this whole block, this area's just grown so much. Just so much has happened and people have came and, you know, just the support of the, the community is, man, that's our whole thing, man. We, we just wanted a place where the community could come, feel safe, man. We wanted to feel safe, nothing's going to happen, and have a good time, man, whatever that looks like. And that's what we've tried to create. That's our whole business model for everything, man. Just come down here, let's have some fun. We'll make sure, you know, everything's good, and, uh, and and we'll just roll with it, man. That's our whole business model, really, you know, our whole – and, you know, we encourage, you know, other businesses to come down here. Some people, you know, when another business comes, like, oh, my God, we've built this, and they're going to just come on the coattail. But we're, yeah. Yeah, man, and we're just like, hey, man, we're better together. The more people that come, the more people that end up down here and check it out and, you know, and, and see everything that's going on down here. So that's that's what it's about, man. Yeah, know? that's what's happened, man. It's like it's it's always interesting. I guess more of this nah, is good man. shit. It's some Grand Cormino, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I've noticed is um you guys are taking a, a different approach, and 
like, first off, it works everywhere else. Why wouldn't it work here? But you got to have the right people to do it. Right? Because, like, if you go anywhere else, you like, there's multiple restaurants, there's multiple entertainment venues. It's all in one area. Yeah. You can have a good time. No one's competing against each other. This is what's always interesting to me. There is a completely different demographic two doors down right, at Bojack's versus the other, the opposite 100%. way at, at Piro, and then then to buy you acts. Yeah. Like there's, it's so funny how you would think the same people would go right. to the same. What was your mindset? That what did y'all think there? Did y'all did y'all notice that early on? Or yeah, well, it was just insane. Just, we really noticed it through like draft beer and stuff. So you put the same draft beer on at every place or whatever. You know all the places because this is what you know. Bojax's was first. So like, it's what people drink, man. They're, I'm like, man, it ain't selling over here. It ain't selling over here. We'll switch it up. And then you sell all this different beer over here that people didn't drink over here. So, you know, like you said, it was just like, we were mesmerized by it. You're like, 50 foot uh, from each other. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, man. You know, and it was just like, how is that? You know, but it's just, but the beautiful part about that is it's just a wide variety for everybody, man. So that if I can go down here and get something, then I come over here and get something else. Or maybe my girlfriend likes something from over there and I like something from here. You know, it just works for everybody, you know. So it was just, uh, it, it's wild how different things are, you know, from just place to place, like you said. And now that the, uh, the other places have came in down the street, man, that's a whole different crowd that's coming in, you know, that, that you know, Red River uh, Brew, they came in from Shreveport. So all those guys that hang out over there, man, you know, we still get a lot of people that come in here and be like, man, I didn't even know this was down here. And we're like, that's That's awesome, crazy. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, crazy yeah. to keep hearing that. But yeah, 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 yeah it is, and, man. And but it's a destination now where, yeah. you know, you're not just one place locally, like – for instance, like where you read at Heavies, you yeah. just won local ball, yeah, right? Yeah. Now you're a destination yeah, for yeah, anybody yeah. that travels into this area. For sure, man. So the beautiful part is, you know, you jump off I-20 right here. So even the the Shreveport friends or don't go to Bozier. Oh, like, there's, 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 there's an right exit the right there, man. Yeah. You jump on the interstate or, you know, you got the casinos right here. You got the boardwalk. So there's just so much stuff to do here. You know, we get a lot of uh, stuff through, like, the Tourism Bureau, man, when big events come to town, man, they hang out down here. Uh, speaking of, you know, by UX, we just signed a deal where the World Axe Throwing League is going to have their ESPN thing I was going to talk to you about here. that next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, that was my next question. Yeah. So not knowing when you got into this how big of a thing it was, yeah. Like what is that like? Because what's the competitive axe throwing stuff look like? I've never I've never watched it, but I know it's a thing. Like yeah, yeah. So man, if they're listening to this, they're probably gonna hate me. But really, the competitive axe throwing stuff is boring as hell to me, to be honest with yeah. you. Because you're throwing at the old circles like we started off, right? Man. But these guys are they're marksmen, man. They can throw it anywhere they want to, but you're just kind of throwing it at that same circle. So to, for those guys, it's great, man. But we we focus more on the the fun of it. You know what I mean? We got things at ours where you can throw it ducks going across there or zombies or I whatever. I have seen these. Man, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think last time I went in there, I was just throwing a standard board. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, man, it's a projector and it projects the image onto yeah. it. And you just play all kind of different games. You put your name up there like bowling, you know, okay, keep cool. your score yeah. and all that stuff. So it's just more interactive, man. So, but hey, the World Axe Throwing League, they're a huge organization, man, all over the world. It's a big deal. They contacted us uh, a couple weeks ago and said they wanted to have it. Uh, for the next three years, actually here, man. So oh, yeah, so, yeah. So the the main. What does that uh, look like? How many? How long is it like last? Okay. So it'll be. It's a whole Thursday through Sunday okay. deal. But they have. They'll have between four or five hundred people come in from all over the world, basically, to compete for That's it. Badass. They'll be on ESPN and all that, man. So so it'll be cool, man. And it's uh, our place isn't big enough to house all those. So they're going to do it at the convention center right over the bridge, man. But they'll use our spot as like a practice spot. Yeah. And then, man, all those people, man, you know, it's beautiful because they can see everything that goes on, man, you know, and just it's just a whole different crowd. Anytime we work with a tourist bureau or anybody that comes to town, man, we want we go 
way out of our way to make sure that these people, when they leave here and they go back to wherever they're from, I want them to say, man, we did some pretty cool stuff. We did something cool down there, man. You know what I mean? I, you know, so it's it's just something that we just like to offer, man. Just giving a smile on somebody's face or letting them do something different is is huge for us, man. It's just uh, that's what it's all about for us, man. This, yeah, this area has been so frowned upon for so long, yeah. right? You know, yeah. since, I mean, you had the, the early music era here, yeah. and then you had – you know, once 2000 to now hit, it really yeah. hasn't been nothing popping, and everyone's yeah. always wanting to leave. Right. But I feel like the tables have turned a little bit yeah. to slowly keep doing that more as you guys have invested in here. Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. it takes is somebody to invest in the area. Right. Any area sucks at, at one given time. For sure. Until someone For invests sure. in, in it, and then someone else comes along and yeah. invests, with, you know, and then and it just kind of the, the snowball effect, man. you know? The, the, the real investment really started with the city, man. So they started with this street, and they they got it to be an open container district. That's another thing. This, yeah, yeah. This so super, this is the only other one besides, besides the world. Yeah, and yeah. that's another huge tourist attraction to people who want to – it's not It's not so much – people People hear that who may not know the nightlife or, yeah. or know like just want to – they hear it and they're like, oh, that's just dangerous. Yeah. But what you don't understand is that it's just an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk out of one – Restaurant or establishment or bar or whatever, yeah. and walk into another one sure. with the same drink. Yeah, yeah and every yeah. no one's mad about yeah. it. It's like, oh, you were down there, cool. What's up? What y'all yeah. eat down there? Was yeah. it good? You know, exactly, yeah. man. That's what the whole better together, uh, you know, vibe and thing we try to do is is about, man. It's like we want you to go down the street and try the other place, and we want you to go next door and try yeah. that, man, and come here. There's plenty for everybody, man. There's plenty for everybody. You know, it's nobody. You know, a lot of places like you were talking about earlier, where there's a row of restaurants or whatever right beside each other it's just you know it's the mentality of i gotta get everybody in my place or yeah. whatever you know but our mentality is totally different it's like hey man go check out the you know the spot down the street or whatever man did you always have that mentality or do you feel like you, your mind opened up more as this grew totally when this grew man. yeah because I, uh, I feel like everybody has yeah, that mentality yeah, yeah. right i think that's and i think that's part of what you know i had to learn as well too is man you know it's like whenever you have something before it was like i gotta get everybody I remember when I had heavies the bar, man, I would get, uh, you know, uh, Tim Huck. He was running, what was it then? Uh, Cal, not Africa Cowboys. Big, big Country. Big Country. Uh, uh, rock and Rodeo. Rock and Rodeo. Rock and Rodeo. He was running that, man. And, you know, certain nights, I'd, I'd be mad because people, my friends, they'd be, you know, sending me photos there. I'm like, bro, y'all ain't in my place. I'm yeah. pissed off, man. You know what I mean? Why aren't y'all hanging out with me? You know, I just get mad about it. So it took me a long time to pick up on things that, you know, hey, man, there's enough for everybody. You know, you haven't be greedy or anything, man. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to offer something. And, you know, I, I hope it's good enough. If you like it, you'll come hang out, man. So so that that's it, man. I think the whole deal is it's kind of easy with Axe though, and now because they're, we're the only place, or, you know, around. You know what I well, mean? Well, you have Talk another location, different. too. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, have yeah, another man. location. So, yeah, so, we, well, so uh, when, was that, when did you open that? So we opened that uh, in December of 2021. So we've been open a little over a year. Okay. Rustin, man. We opened one in Rustin, man. Went to uh, over there, the old Louisiana Tech. And uh, it's been good, man. What, right made, you, what made you pick there? Man, you know, it's... Do you have, no, like, some emotional attachment to that I, area? I don't or? think so, man. No? I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason for it, man. So whenever we opened up this one here... And we were like, man, you know, we're killing it. We don't know nothing. We're like, man, we're going to open up another one. I don't know where it came from, but we're like, we're going to Rustin. I don't know why if I had just some friends going to school over there or what, man. But that's when COVID hit, and thank God we didn't at the time. So when it came back around, you know, I'm just thinking, hey, you know, it's a total demogra- totally different demographic, man. You got the college kids over there. So you always got a rotating, you know, every year's a rotating, you know, clientele over there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a totally different setup over there. We do a whole pizza house, man, so the kids can come in over there and they have fun. Okay. It's just a smaller town. And same concept. We want to offer something different, 
you know, for people to do over there, man. It's right in downtown. Same thing's right in downtown. Uh, so a great location, man. So it's, it's you're right down good. the block from my boy, Bad Wolf Barbecue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Andrew, He's right yeah. across he the railroad the show, tracks, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all that's there. some good fucking they food right there, amazing, bro. bro. They are amazing. <laughs> what they do, they're amazing, man. So, so yeah, been a little over a year in Rusty, man, and maybe a maybe a third. You never know, man. I would say every time you open something, you're like. I can't do that again, man. It yeah. just takes too much energy out of you. But, you know, after a little while. Yeah, but you got – at that point, you start chasing that feeling. Like yeah, you run yeah, out, exactly. Just like you said about the stage thing. That's you're like, it, oh, man. what are we going to do next? That, I think that's the the really the thing behind it is just the excitement of, man, hey, can we can we do it again? Or what's next? Or, you know, just the possibilities are endless, man. I think that's the beautiful part about it. And that's what's so fun about it, all of it, really. I always try to put my finger on it. It's like, what makes me want to keep doing these things? Yeah. I think it's just – it's not so much a, a it's not a risk taking mentality. I think it's more of a I'm pushing myself to see if I can do it. That's it. 100%. You know, and then yeah. and then you got to figure out okay, what's too much? You know, yeah. how, I can't push myself too much, but can't sometimes be, you got to find your limits. 100% man. And the fun part is man the the build up, the opening of it, man, the getting ready, yeah, the shit. pump yeah, that's up, the man. Best part. And then after it's up and then you're open, you're like Oh man, what what ne- what's you know? next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you kind of lose that high a little bit, even you know, even if it's doing well, man. So it's hard to, uh, but you know, I had to learn, man. You got to reinvest in your business, man. You can't just go open something totally different or another location, man. If you, you know, there's always things you can do in the in the business that you have, man. That's kind of what we've tried to do is with the stage and the TV and all that. We just tried to reinvest everything back into the to the business to to make it you know great for. You know, we're looking for longevity out of the deal. You know what I mean? At, at a point now, so as uh. So we just try and put everything back into it, and that's why we built the stage and and all that good stuff, and put so much into it, man. And so, because there's, you know, it's a live music spot, man. So yeah, I mean, at this point now, you have a venue. Yeah, it yeah, used yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like multiple bar and grill, yeah. you know, yeah. entertainment bar, bar, you know, whatever. Yeah. And now you have a like a, a venue. This is a yeah. venue, so yeah, it's, it's like when you go like somewhere, if you go somewhere like, oh, where's that in Dallas that has the um. Uh, not Dallas. It's in um right north of Dallas. Is it uh, the uh, Las Palmas? Pal- Las Palmas one of those? No. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Las Colinas. Colinas, yeah. Las Colinas. Yeah. They have that whole area okay. where all those. I don't know if you've been yeah, up there. Where all I'll those bars there. and restaurants. You need to yeah. go check it out. Okay. All these bars and restaurants up there, and there's a stage in the middle of all of them. Oh wow! And it's the sim- It's a similar layout, yeah. and it works. Yeah. Like awesome. you know, the, you know they're. It, everything's built around entertainment. So yeah. no, no, no matter what night, something's going on something's somewhere. Going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this place may not be as busy as the other one, but right. you can go into each one. Yeah, man, it was just a – it's really just unbelievable, man. The people are what make all this happen, man, just the support. Not only just the people that come hang out, man, but you have no idea just the people – just like you, man, and just everyday people like, what can I do to help or, man – I'm going to come do this for you or help you do this, man, or, or just, just out of the blue, man. Just so many good people in I, this town. Well, I think it's I think it's a good point, and I think it's because everyone knows that you guys have no – it's not about money. Yeah, yeah, for right? sure. Right, you know, because, sure. of course, you 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 got to make a living. Yeah. But what's interesting is usually when you have these type of – like this type of layout, there's a, a pool of investors. Right. And this is just another endeavor for them. Right. And so they're not emotionally invested. Yeah, for sure. Every single one of y'all down here are emotionally invested. Like yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. life. You know, yeah, it's part of your life sure. and you give a shit. Yeah. And I think that rubs off on other people because yeah. they're around you and they see, oh, this person cares. For so sure. it makes me care yeah. that these people 100%. care and then they want to contribute. Yeah, you don't want to let them down, man. You don't want anything to happen. Like you said, that was just the emotional investment that, you know, 
we never made a dime off this place for a long time, and we didn't care. Really. Yeah. Like we said, it was not a, nothing about the money, man. I just want to be a part of something bigger. Wanted to be, you know, to be able to grow something. My big deal is, man. I, you know, I've always wanted to have something to leave to my daughter, man. Right. You know, whatever, you know, just whatever the the situation is for whoever it is, man. But it was never, you know, let's get as much money as we can and and roll out with him, you know buy a bunch of crazy stuff man it was about hey let's reinvest it man we got all these great people to come down here let's make sure we've got something different that nobody else has and you know let's just roll with it man and that's kind of that's been kind of our mentality yeah i yeah. think it's uh i don't know man i just love it i love it down here man yeah so man, we, we love having you man, we love everybody, <laughs> man. and the crazy thing is man when you say it's even weird for you know I, it's very weird for, i'm a real kind of low-key guy man and you know bo we you know we elected him you're a front guy man you kind of do all the stuff and i i'm but people to this day, when they come up and talk about it, it's kind of surreal, man, because I'm like, you're not really doing, you know, doing anything that we knew we were doing. It's just like, hey, man, we want to get these businesses open, and it just worked out great for everybody. So it's not like we did anything. It's just everybody's a part of it. That's man. what's funny is, like, I was – like, you hear these stories. Like, I'm sure you have some. Let's talk about some of them. But, like, um, like we talk to Bo and Peanut. Like, can you believe you are doing this? Like, you were doing this – one thing five years ago. Yeah. Cause every time oh. we sit down, we start talking about shit. Cause I talk about shit. I can't believe I did, you know, and then now I'm here. No, like, 100%, like it's, it's so funny. I was walking into P earlier with, uh, talking to Brian oh. and he was talking about something. And, uh, I, and I was like, can you, like, could you even imagine like you being here now no, versus yeah, then? He's like, fuck no, man. Yeah. It's one of those deals where if somebody would have told you, you're like, whatever, man. It's just like, We've all had those crazy, you know, I was unemployed for a year. I was in Oilville, and that went down. So I didn't even have a job for a solid year. Then I finally got a job, got laid off from that job, man. I'm like, oh, my God. But, uh, and so I was just I was just trying to scrape by, just like these other guys, man. We were literally just trying to feed our families or just get by, much less thought we would have anything successful at that, man. It's just, it just goes back to that mentality of, I know it will work, and there's no way they can tell me it won't. You know what I mean? There's just much people told me I was crazy or tried to lay out statistics and all this stuff. I just would, you know, for once in my life, I was like, I, guys, it's going to work. There's just no way it won't work. You know what I mean? There's, and that's just how we've been about everything, man. Yeah. Let's get a big TV. Let's, you know, put up a yeah, stage. How big is that TV? Uh, man, I think it's like 350 inches. I it's think. insane. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy, It is man. insane. And, you know, there's probably a lot of other things we should have been doing besides no, buying no. a big TV, but that's great. just, no, that's just our, that's kind of how we are, man. We're like, man, well, it's like, a big TV. You know, like, well, it's funny because, like, you know these people down here enjoy that, and they're coming yeah. here to watch it. Why wouldn't they watch it on a larger screen where For they sure. have more room to move around? For sure, man. It's been a blessing of, you know, we can do advertising on there and stuff, man. We got some, uh, we've got, you know, John Vance now he runs the stage and everything, so he can do some incredible things on that thing, man. And we just, uh, we got, you know, we got that stage, first of all. We couldn't, you know, we, we talked about how much it was going to cost to build the stage and get the roof on it, and we're like, all right, man, we made through that. Then somebody brought up a good point. I mean, like, you got to have speakers and stuff for this thing, man. <laughs> you know, you got to do all that, It's too. great to stand on it, but you got to have all this stuff. We're like, oh, man, okay. So, you know. You don't and then you got to put a fence up. Yeah, you got to put a fence up. Because you don't want up. people walking up in here. Well, yeah, they, you got to put a fence up, and then they let you know that you got to have, uh, you know, $250,000 worth of bathrooms now that you have an outdoor yeah. venue with a fence, man. Yeah. We're like, what? And you're already so, invested oh, in this. Oh, there's no started, way of yeah. taking it down, man. You know what I mean? So there, it just goes back to another uh, version of, all right, man, we got to figure this part out now. You know what I mean? It's just It was just a series of those of, like, all right, here's an obstacle, man. We just got to uh, learn how to hurdle it, man. There's just no going back, you know. We just got to figure out how to do it, man. With, you know, the help of, a, once again, the help of a lot of people, not only with physical labor, but 
our banker, you know, anybody, just some creative uh, financing, yeah, <laughs> some things like that, man. <laughs> we uh, we got to we got to make it happen, man, and uh, it's kind of strange, man, that you know, kind of we're the landlords now, man. We got some guys coming. I don't know if it's a secret or not. We got some guys coming in the end of the block. Uh, new thing coming in. I say I don't know if I say it or not. I'm not clear on that. Do you know? I don't know if it's. A, I know it's. I know it's. I know it's uh, finalized, but I don't know if it's out there yet. So, so we just won't. We won't say who. Yeah, it we'll is. say, we'll that, say that, who it is. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, we're like showing them the building and like uh, talking about lease terms and stuff. And I just kind of looked around like, man, what there? You know, we're right now making a lease, man. It's weird. It's you know, immediately. It's weird, man. You know, who ever thought? You know, we would be some landlords, man. So. uh and, you know, it's a, being an entertainment district, we kind of get to get, you know, we want to make it a true entertainment district, man. We want to get the people in here that can offer entertainment to, to everybody, man. So we got some cool things coming in. The Sugar Show went in, you know, was our first person to lease, man. She's killing it with all the things she does, man. And the new client tenants coming in here for long, they're going to be amazing, man. It's going to be a killer place. And just keeps adding to it, man. It just keeps adding to it, man. And, you know. I don't know I what's feel, next. It's kind yeah. of crazy to think what's next, man. I, mean, and the, I feel like every time like something's done, you're like, oh, shit, I can't believe it do that. And the next thing, something here, here comes something yeah, else, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah, is man. great. No, but it's yeah. like you're just putting coals in the fire. It's great. You keep, yeah, you're keeping it burning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I use always use an analogy. I use it with my wife sometimes but in a negative uh, vibe when she gets pissy at me. But I say – you know what compounded interest is, right? Like, you know, when you get rolling one way, either negative or positive, man. But when you put those vibes out, things just start to yeah. start to start to roll, man. You know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad, man. So if you start doing good things, start building things, man. Like we talked about earlier, just doors are going to open, man. Other things are going to want to come down here. You know, other businesses. You know, the city's on board. They're helping us get some stuff done, man. We're, uh, you know, we still got a big vision for this whole place down here, man. It's, uh, you know, for the next. You know, 20, 30 years hope to come, man. And uh, we got a lot, you know, we want to see happen. And, and, and you know, we're just going to keep plugging away until we do. Like I said, we just gonna, we don't know what we don't know. We're just going to yeah. keep doing it until, until it happens, man. That's all I know to do. What's some of the, uh, like, what's some what's some crazy stories that's happened over these past four years? Oh, my that, God. That you, like, just just stick out to you? Man, there's, there's so many, man. You know, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we had the big red house in the back, man. So they would... You know, we'd be in here trying to, you know, do business or whatever, and they would just be having big parties out there. There'd be 50 people out there, man, just boom boxes back there going crazy, yeah. man. And we're like, what do we do, man? You know, I was running our, our people off and all that. And just, you know, for me and Bo and, and Peanut just not getting along, I'm talking about just to the point of just <laughs> didn't like each other, man, to the point and where. And you'd already committed to that venture, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, so, we're, yeah. we're in bed together. Yeah. So either somebody's going to walk away or, you know, it just took, and I'm a very, Unfortunately, I'm a prideful person, but it just took a lot for me, you know, to say, well, look, guys, it's, I'm not better than you. Yeah. You're better than me. We got it. Isn't it funny how, like, the more successful, and I don't define success in money. Yeah. I just find success in fulfillment. For sure. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, isn't it funny how the more fulfilled you feel, the less ego you have? 100%. I feel like most people who are so full of ego, and we're all been guilty of it, uh, especially men, we know we're horrible at yeah. it, right? Yeah. The, the, Less fulfillment you have, the more ego you have. One hundred percent. Whenever you realize you can let that fucking ego yeah, go, like yeah. what all you can do. I think it's an insecurity. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's just an insecurity. And once you can, once I can say, man, it, and it was it, once again just dumb stuff, ego stuff. When it first started, you know, Bojacks and by P Row, you know, somebody would say, uh, "Party Girl is at a uh, you know Bojacks wherever." And 
I'd be calling Bo and pissing about, man, why they say it's only Bojacks, you know what I mean? Or why they have clued all those or yeah. whatever, you know? And I, just to the point I had to have a talk with myself, like, this is dumb, man. You know, people, you know, people think we all, you know, are just one big ball of, you know. Yeah, you're the only one, that, you're the only one yeah, segregating yeah, yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, at that I'm point. Everybody one. knows that's East Bank. You right, know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so it was just dumb, man. And, you know, we would just, I, we would just bring up, I, I say we, I'd take responsibility. It's just dumb <laughs> stuff, of, you know, because I, you know, just insecure man and so finally i'm like right this is dumb. well it, i think it has a lot to do with like if you put everything into something sometimes you're almost scared to share it with somebody you 100%. know what i mean i think that's a lot to do with it i, I think so too man and i'm such a when i say low-key man even to this day when people come up and something happens, they'll say congratulations are good I, it's almost like getting buried i don't know the feeling it's like i don't like recognition or i don't yeah. know I, i'll say this i don't know how to deal with it or to yeah. show it or or anything like that. When some people say, I kind of, oh, thank you, you know, but I'm like, well, I'm some people, most people are doing stuff for attention. You're doing it for self-fulfillment. There's yeah, a difference. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think, I think there's, sure. I think there's way more um, honor in that, you know, like, and that, I think that's why everybody gets along because everyone's yeah. doing it for self-fulfillment, for their family, for, right. for their, their tribe yeah, or their, you know, their group it, of people. That's a great way to put it, man. I, I think that's very truthful, man, because, you know, the money and the, you know, the accolades and the, you know, the, magazine covers and things like that they're cool man every now and then but it's just a man we we you know we help so many get to get to help so many people that nobody knows about man whether it be helping out employees or just people or you know that need some help or with the church whatever that we just enjoy doing because man we can now man there's been so many times i've needed help and just strangers or people have just helped me whether i even knew it or not at the time man it's very i get the most joy and satisfaction out of being able to help people and I don't even care. I don't even really want them to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the best feeling in the world to me. And I heard somebody, uh, who is I listened to the other day on, on a podcast or something? It was, but they said, as Denzel Washington, he said, man, it's really the most selfish thing you can do is help somebody. And it struck me was weird, but he said, uh, you know, it's because the feeling you get for yourself, man, when you help yeah, somebody. I'm like, yeah. man, that makes a lot of sense. It does man. make you sense. You know what I mean? So, so whenever I help people, man, it just gives me a good feeling. That's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about all this, man, is we get to help a few people out, man, and have a good time while we do it, man. So, yeah, I think I, it, I just love I think it. it's, I think it's cool. I think it, uh, you know, I think it's something that it's continuing to evolve too. Like, what do you think's next? Like, what oh do you think's God, next? Man, I don't know, man. Every, so many times we've just said, this is it. You know, that's it. And we finally even kind of stopped kicking out. You know, we had so many cra- – you know, we were going to put a bar on the roof at one that time. That was something that I was yeah, excited about. Yeah, that was going to be yeah, like yeah. right here, though. Yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of so glad it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have this. That would bad. Case. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to do a bar on the roof, and we were going to do a, a catwalk uh, across by you from the back to the front where you could be upstairs and walk across this and see down. <laughs> have a, a room up there with glass windows. Man, we get so many crazy ideas that – I don't know what's next, man. I don't think anything's out of the realm of possibility, but I just don't I haven't I don't think we've had that one thing yet that goes, Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just got a killer uh sponsorship with the stage from Monster Energy. I heard that. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. So that's a big deal, man. So we get to partner with those guys and uh bring in some pretty big acts, man. And you know, I get asked a lot with the stage, man, when are y'all gonna bring Kid Rye or whoever? Yeah, they don't, these people don't realize how much that costs. Well, and not yeah. only the money, you but, have a free venue. Yeah, yeah. That's the beautiful part about it. It's like the thing I tell them is, man, we try to keep these shows free, man, for everybody, man. I don't want you to have to pay 60 bucks to come in here. Then your buddy can't come because he can't afford it or whatever. We have more fun of not because everybody can come, man. It's a free show. You know, we may do a, a ticketed event every, you know, now and then, but mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's a free show. Anybody can come, man, that loves live music. I mean, 
you know, back in the day, I couldn't go see a lot of people because I couldn't, have, you know, I couldn't afford it. You know, no, especially if you have a big act, three or four hundred dollar ticket, yeah, I can't yeah, afford yeah, that you shit. Can't do man. that, man. But you can come down here any weekend, man, and and catch some live music, and that's just to us, that's just amazing, man. It's, it's well, it's something everyone. That's that's what's great about it. I think that's that like the COVID shutdown, and then the, I feel like people's minds open more because they were more look like they were geared up and ready to look for something to do. Right. Been in shut shelter yeah, so yeah, yeah, long, I agree. and everyone's. Everyone's thing always was. I just remember this when I was, you know, because I was a bachelor for so many years before I, you know, settled down and found the right person. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I would go out and move around, and um, I, everybody's thing was always like. And I loved going to Dallas, and I loved yeah, going to, to yeah. New Orleans, and I loved going to, you know, right. Mississippi, wherever. Yeah. But I was always, I always enjoyed somewhere with live entertainment for sure. And for some reason, for the longest time, this area didn't have it. Yeah, it was they didn't it. It have really it anywhere. Like, like you, you might could find it. It. Maybe a handful of restaurants, yeah. maybe on yeah. the weekends, yeah. and it, yeah. they're probably a higher end restaurants you really yeah. can't afford to go to. Right, exactly. You know, man. so it's like you would have to go eat somewhere else and then go to this establishment yeah. just to have one drink just to so you enjoy yeah, yeah, something. So you can hang out there. I agree, man. It was such a, and that's kind of what we talked about. When we decided to do it is just there was such a lack in in that um, you know department around here, man. Because I'm, I'm just like you, man. I, I could go listen to any kind of live music anywhere and just have a good time. Me too. Man. Yeah. It's it's just, just a, something it's about it, man. It's something about people being talented to play instruments and, and their vocals and stuff. So that's what we talked about, man. And when, you know, even when we threw that just little, you know, it wasn't a temp- temporary stage at the time. That was our stage, that little one, you know, we didn't know it was going to be a temporary. Yeah, y'all didn't realize that was going to yeah, turn out. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, was, yeah. So we put little... that up, man. We're just like, we're going to get a few people to play here, man. And, uh, you know, it just turned into a bigger dream, man. So I think whatever's next is kind of whatever sparks from, from this right here, man. I mean, it's just uh, – you know, whatever something bigger is going to come up, man. I, just like the events you guys put on, man, with the the party ground event, man. I would love to do some more events like that to benefit some great causes, yeah. man. And um, you know, brings, man. And, you know, if you bring some bigger acts in, it costs. You know, nobody minds paying for that. You know, yeah. If it's a ticketed event for like, that's why with ours, like every year we do it, and we you know previously we were at the casino and yeah. then we were able to move here and it worked yeah. out great. Yeah. All you guys are supporting us, but like sure. we do that event every year and. uh we take all that money and give it right oh, back. Like man, we don't take any money right. from that thing. Like we bust our ass I too, man. We're working all week. That's man. actually this probably won't air till next week, but yeah. that event's coming up this yeah. actual week. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's just like well, that's what I'm gonna be working on for the next three days. So oh man, well just the respect you have, you know, just from us putting these bands together and just knowing what it takes, man. We're, it's a lot. Put that it's a, a lot. lot it's of people work, don't understand. Man. They just they just think it's a uh, lot of work. oh. Yeah. Oh, someone's. It's not like people are calling you to yeah. come play at your venue. <laughs> right, it doesn't. Right. You usually don't fucking yeah, work that no, way. No, it doesn't, man. There's so many little details that goes into it, man. That to, just to bring it together, man. It's for a great cause, man. We did it last year, and we got to give that big check to those people, man. Yeah. That was, man. That touched me. I was like, man, this is amazing, man. Yeah. We got to, hold on, we got to come out here, have a great time, and we got to give some money to help some people. That's that's unheard of, man. That's yeah. the best. That's like I said, going back to. Helping people, that's the best thing you can do, man. So, I mean, I applaud you guys for... for oh, man, dude, look, I just... It was an idea we came up with um, just because I was kind of like, hey, we need to do something. You have, like... And people who are listening or watching may not be from, like, the Louisiana or East Texas area or who know what Mardi Gras is, but yeah. basically it's just a season where everyone's yeah. partying. You know, everyone's probably heard of it. But, like, we wanted to do something that wasn't so... I wanted it to be more appealing to the blue-collar person. Yeah. The, the middle of the for market. Sure. You know, because... You have these people, like, you have these huge balls and nothing against them. They're cool. Yeah. I've been to a few. Yeah. Um, you, you pay, you know, you pay a few hundred dollars for a ticket, mm. you know, and then you pay 
a couple hundred dollars and then a dress, you know, yeah, like your part. And next yeah. thing you know, you have like two grand invested right. in one night. Right. Whereas we wanted to create something where, hey, we're going to have fun. Everyone can yeah. dress up. Yeah, they don't need to feel sure. like they need to be yeah. in something and not feel like them themselves. Yeah. They can actually theme it towards whatever yeah. the event creative is. creative in their own way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And, and the tickets are extremely inexpensive For to sure. where they're not feeling like, they were going to spend like it's not like they need to save up for it. It's like yeah. okay, this is just this is what we're going to budget for this weekend, yeah, right? Man. And it's yeah. not you know I just yeah. so we ran with that and, and it, it just turned into something yeah, cool. Yeah, man, it's cool, man, that it kind of uh, it's worked out these two years, man. It kicks off our uh, live music season. Yeah, it's so the it's first beautiful. weekend it's, of the it's yeah. perfect because spring's great, here, man. man. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's in the air for sure, man. It's, it's going to be a, a hot summer this year, I'm sure. Yeah, but, yeah. but man, it's been it's just the way it's all came together, man. Just the people that have came together. The collaborations, the just from the guys that help us build things to the guys that help us, you know, find things to to you, to just the relationships. That's what it comes down to, man. Is the relationships that have been formed through all this are priceless, man. Just, yeah, that's you can't, you know. I never would have met, you know, people whether if I had that bar, if I had this place, just because we wouldn't have crossed paths, man. You know what I mean? And I've gotten so much out of these people from just getting to meet them through through down here, man. Yeah, so I, I, that's that's the world to me. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, look, sure. man, any last thoughts before I wrap this up? Anything you want to say? Any plugs? Anything? Man, really, I just want to tell everybody that's ever been to the East Bank in general, just just thanks, man, for supporting us, man. We could not be done without you guys. We appreciate you more than you know, and we're excited to have you guys again this year, man. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Hell yeah. Right, that's a wrap. Appreciate